NFL Explained is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome to NFL Explained, a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C-band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Upwork is the world's work marketplace. Empower your business and hire the world's most in-demand developers, designers, project managers, and more at www.upwork.com. So it's fourth down. They take their final timeout. You've got a minute and five. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, you don't dare. If you, what do you do if you're Baltimore right now? Don't discount the possibility that they go for this. No, you don't. It's going to be one hell of a call, though. And Lamar Jackson is going back on yep. the field, and they are going for it, or at least the hard right. count. To, to at least line up. Chiefs have to make sure they don't jump. And Jackson will get the first down and, in effect, end the game. Mike, week two of this season, Chiefs at Ravens, a late fourth down in the game. Cameras caught John Harbaugh mouthing the words to Lamar Jackson. Do you want to go for this? It wasn't really the hardest call to make, but it was a tremendous moment just because you saw the synergy between the head coach and the player and this idea that the head coach is giving the player ownership of this moment. And I'll tell you this. Nobody was calling for a punt right there, Mike. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> so that is the topic of today's NFL Explained episode. When should teams go for it on fourth down? Why don't they go for it more? And why don't they go for it when they should go for it? I'm Aditi Kinkabwala, joined as always by my fabulous friend, Mike Yam, who would always go for it on fourth down, right? It's always, 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 always. go time. The biggest surprise <laughs> would have been in that moment if Lamar said, nah, just punt it away. Let Mahomes take 
take it over. <laughs> that would have been the biggest surprise there. But Aditi, you know, kind of judging from the Harbaugh clip and some of the post-game interviews and the things that we've read about this game and heard about this game, at times you might actually say to yourself as a sports fan, like, there's no real formula in situations like this. Like you shoot from the hip, you go with your gut. But on the contrary, there are so many different ways to analyze all of this. And the analytics boom is a big reason for that. You always see the guys that have the sheets that look sort of like play sheets. Like there is just math that is on there for a lot of coaches to decide whether or not they want to go for it or not. We're not going to overdo it with the numbers and the formulas, um, but there is a reason why, Aditi, some teams now have multiple, not just one or two, but more than a few analytics experts on their payroll. So in this episode, we're going to give a little bit of historical context on the fourth downs. We'll analyze a couple real life situations from this season to see if the coaches actually made the right call. And we'll dive into the psychology behind all of this, Aditi, because you've talked to some analytics experts. There really is a psychology behind a lot of these decisions. Oh, a ton. Because the math and the statistical models and the historical trends can absolutely tell you something. But there are so many variables, whether it's the weather, whether it's your center is healthy or not, how your team is doing, what the momentum is. If your head coach is a gutsy guy or afraid of what reporters might say to him after a game. But let me tell you this. We've probably been talking about when to go for it, when not to go for it, what is the math, what's not, what's your gut feel, all of that for a dozen years now. At least in my memory, I'm going back to 2009. It was a Colts-Patriots game. The Colts were 8-0, New England was 6-2, and Tom Brady was coming off of that IR season, and there were two minutes left in the game. Bill Belichick and the Patriots faced a 4th and 2 on their own 28. And Bill Belichick decided to go for it. Now, the Patriots didn't convert. And the Colts drove a very short field for a touchdown. They won the game. And Belichick was absolutely crushed for it afterwards. But what he probably did was look at his defense. And he figured, you know what? We're not going to stop Manning anyway. We're not going to stop him if he starts on his own 20. We're not going to stop him if he's on our 20. So here we go. Because the Colts at that point were 8-0. Brady had been good against the Colts, but he was coming off of IR and, you know, they were rivals. And at some point, Mike, what does Bruce Arians like to say? No risk it, no biscuit. Is it (laughs) feast or famine? Like at some point you just have to, you know, take a chance. And that's exactly what Bill Belichick said, that he thought it was his best chance to win. His words were, I thought we needed to make that one play and then we could run out the clock. The trouble was, is that the Patriots didn't get those two yards. And so the traditional media crushed Belichick for it. But the very next day, Mike, Brian Burke, who is a big analytics expert at the time, wrote an article in the New York Times. And he said, no, 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 no. Actually, all the statistical models, all the historical trends, all the numbers say that Bill Belichick was actually right. And that's where all the data guys and P.S., the fans who love seeing the offenses stay on the field, rejoiced. Yeah. Nerd Nation loving every single moment of that decision. But there are a lot of variables. You made reference to it, where you are on the field, the weather, the whole thing, when it comes down to making a decision whether or not to go for it on fourth down. Game personnel, there's a lot 
at stake and a lot behind some of those decisions. In fact, Aditi, the last four seasons have seen the highest percentages since 1991. And furthermore, teams have actually gone for more in successive seasons each year for the past nine years. So basically, the numbers are telling a feel story of what we're all witnessing. I think most of us say, hey, people are going for it. Teams are going for it more on fourth down. Well, the numbers are actually supporting it. And if we're talking about strictly fourth and one, at the time of this taping, which is essentially basically the halfway point of the 2021 season, teams are going for it, Aditi, 70.1% of the time. And again, it's increased every single year since 2012 when teams went for it on fourth and one only 35.3% of the time. I know I'm throwing a lot of numbers at everyone here, but just think about this for one second. Teams are going for it twice as much on fourth and one as they did nine years ago. From a statistical standpoint, that is just absolutely staggering. Now, the biggest question is, are those attempts actually successful? Well, the conversion rate on fourth and one up to this point in the 2021 season, 64.6% of the time. Aditi, those numbers, that's the reason why teams are going for it on fourth and one a whole lot more than they have in the past. Looking at the data from the start of 2020, if you move that yardage back, Mike, from one yard to three yards, that conversion rate does drop 20 percentage points to 45.1. So perhaps it's a little bit dicey, but again, 45.1% chance of success it's not like you're looking at a 5% chance of success. And it's going back to those psychological factors. How are you doing? What does your line look like? What is your play calling? What do you have behind what you're doing? But let me tell you this. From the start of 2020, the conversion rate on fourth down from fourth and anywhere one to three yards was 61.7%. For fourth and anywhere from four to five yards was 45.3%. So when you take those same distances on third down, the percentages of 62 and 45 are almost exactly the same. So if you feel good on third down, then you're not increasing or decreasing your opportunity on fourth down right there. And again, this comes back to the idea of Do you want to keep your offense on the field? If you have, let's say, a dozen offensive possessions a game, then you're kind of potentially gaining an extra one if you're believing in your offense on fourth down. Yeah, four down territory, no matter where you are on the field, no matter what the clock says. It's kind of cool from an offensive standpoint, but it's interesting because it does, I think, beg this this question and this vibe around fourth down, maybe adding more pressure to an offense. But I don't know if that's necessarily the case. You know, Aditi, when, when we've been doing this podcast, you are quick to to throw out the question. So I got one for you now. The most unstoppable play in the history of the NFL is what? Oh, I know this because I scream for it constantly, especially when I'm at Pittsburgh Steelers games. It is the quarterback sneak. To me, the quarterback sneak is the most underused play in the NFL. And Tom Brady is, I believe, Mike, the most successful at this. Do you know that he has converted more than 90% of his quarterback sneaks for first downs. It is wild to me. Although you brought up the Steelers and quarterback, like when you're big Ben size, like I can understand a DD why you want to see him with the I quarterback. I scream about sneak. this all the time because Mike Tomlin forever did not want his quarterback doing a quarterback sneak. And Ben Roethlisberger is six foot five. I mean, if you need a yard, 
fall forward. And for the majority of Ben Roethlisberger's career, he played behind an all-pro center in Marquise Pouncey who could push anybody out of the way. Can you tell how passionate I get about this? And this is me in a press box where you have to be quiet (laughs) and not yell, oh my goodness, where is the quarterback sneak? (laughs) But... It doesn't always work because earlier this year, there was a very, very key Bills game when Sean McDermott, Bills head coach Sean McDermott, did indeed go for the fourth down, which was absolutely the correct call. But Josh Allen, who I also have a tremendous amount of appreciation for as a quarterback and who also has a tremendous amount of size to him. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. could not convert that fourth down quarterback sneak. Look, it's not 100% of the time. Brady's done it better than anyone else, and it's 90.3%. I don't think anyone will ever look at a Tom Brady sneak again the same exact way after listening to this podcast. For what it's worth, Adid, if you (laughs) asked me what unstoppable play, I would have said God's play. Let's run a little power here, and that would have been effective. But the sneak, from the number standpoint, that's what it comes down to. But just fascinated by the fact that he has had that much success holding on to the football and leaning forward. But when we come back, Adid, we're going to actually look at some high-profile situations from this season and see if the coaches actually made the right call. We'll also dive into the psychology behind the decision-making as well. She's Aditi Kinkabala. I'm Mike Yam. It's NFL Explained. Build the team that will build your business. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. Hire at home or in 180 countries around the world to find the right talent for whatever your business needs. Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places so you can do more. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, that's faster than your morning coffee run. Lights, camera, coffee. And while you're at it, go on and download a whole series in minutes or a new song in seconds. A one, a two, a one, two. Oh, it's done? Stock up on all that entertainment and sure, you can download work files faster too if you have to. So you can quickly get back to all these great movies, shows, and songs you've just gotten your hands on. Verizon 5G Ultra Wideband is now in more and more places. Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 
5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics US Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds. Downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Back here on NFL Explained, she's Aditi Kinkabwala. Mike Yam with you. And don't forget, we love to hear from you guys. You can use the hashtag NFL Explained. You can find us on Twitter at Mike underscore Yam, at A Kinkabwala. Aditi, I keep getting some questions from some of our listeners. I know we're going to do a mailbag edition of this podcast, and I know you're getting some of these questions as well. So happy to compile as many as we can get. And we love hearing from a lot of our listeners. It's been awesome to kind of interact with a lot of you folks and continue to spread the show. But we do want to get back to fourth down and more specifically the fourth down that we highlighted Aditi at the top of the show with Lamar Jackson and the Ravens leading the Chiefs by one point with just over a minute to go on their own 43-yard line. John Harbaugh might have been on the fence maybe about whether or not he should go for it on fourth down. He was down. not. Yeah, I know. He I'm was with not. You. But he did ask his quarterback for advice. And if he had at the time or at least had the time to consult next-gen stats, how convenient that would have been, they would have come up with the decision to go for it, and it would have been pretty easy because going for it in that scenario yielded a win probability of 82%, while punting would have made it a 58% win probability. So still better than half odds, but I'll take 82 over 58 any day of the week. So the answer right now seems pretty clear. You go for it. Jackson ran for the first down. Ravens got the win. But according to the data, it really shouldn't have even been that much of a question because the decision to go for it increased that win probability, Aditi, by 24%. And win probability for going for it accounted for the fact that the distance to a first down was 1.1 yards in that situation versus the Chiefs' defense. Now, the Ravens had a 75% chance of gaining enough yardage to convert. Dude, it's Lamar Jackson. Yeah, 1.1 yards, they definitely had (laughs) enough to gain that yardage just with his legs. But win probability for a punt decision was so low because of the fact to put the ball into Patrick Mahomes' hands. Yeah, he's pretty good. We can just punt on this whole idea of like interceptions and some of the issues they've had this year. Generally speaking, Mahomes is money, and we all know that. So you can go down a list of the specific variables for any decision. Time remaining on the clock. You got timeouts, field position, offense and defensive personnel. You got the efficiencies for both offense and defense. Aditi, there's a lot to wrap your head around. And the numbers, once again, sort of give you the answer. Well, and that's where the gray area comes in is when you think about those variables because the statistical models and the historical data don't necessarily account for every single one of those things. But again, the point here is that it is almost always smarter to go for it. Let's take another instance from a high-profile game this year. Yeah. Tom Brady's return to Foxborough against his old team, the Patriots. Now, this one was a bit more difficult, but there was indeed a clear optimal choice. With 59 seconds remaining, the Patriots are down by two. They're on Tampa's 38-yard line. It's fourth and four. Now, essentially, New England is facing a 56-yard field goal, or they're going for it on fourth and four to try to get their kicker, Nick Folk, closer. From 56. (laughs) On its way. It is off the goalpost. No good. You can hear the doink. The Patriots decide to go for the field goal. Folk misses. 
But did Bill Belichick make the right call there? According to Next Gen Stats, the play, Mike, was... Go for it. Let's roll. Of course. Exactly. Going for it would have yielded a nearly 35% chance of winning versus just a 24% chance by attempting that 56-yard field goal. So going for it gave you a 10% better chance of the outcome you wanted, which is a win. So win probability took into account the 45% chance of folk making that 56-yard field goal in the situation the rainy conditions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, in the moment. So variables, yeah. variables, 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 gut, and the head coach ultimately gets the call. And 56, that's not a gimme either. So the variables, once again, the weather for Falk, the amount of time that would leave Brady if Folk actually made the kick, no model is 100% perfect. And I want to reiterate that point because everyone says, oh, you got all these numbers. And when you're wrong, it's easy to focus in on some of that stuff. What the models do is help you make better decisions, more informed decisions. There is a psychological aspect for a coach who's deciding, you know what, I'm going to roll the dice. We're going to go for it on this fourth down or we're going to kick the field goal and I'm going to be the one that takes some of the backlash. And a good example of this is Bengals head coach Zach Taylor was actually asked about fourth downs this year and he said the following, there's going to be times it doesn't go our way. And you're going to have to deal with the blowback. That's part of coaching. I'm comfortable with that. It's because I know that the times you do do it successfully and you go for it, those moments just get swept under the rug. To me, Aditi, and you've been around a lot of these coaches as of high, the psychological effect of are my decisions going to be second guessed is a factor. And that's why leaning on the numbers when it's just raw data actually, I think, can help a lot of coaches. You know what? And it's not just that, Mike. It's also... What is the final result and how do you frame that? So at the margin, when you are more aggressive, you are more likely to win. But the downside to being aggressive is that you may have more blowout losses. And I actually talked to one of my friends who is one of the premier analytic experts in this entire field. He has worked in both baseball and football, so he's got some great contacts, which I will share later. But if you go for it and you are not successful you are more likely to lose badly than just lose. And how do you handle that? And let's use the Chargers. You're talking about Zach Taylor. He is one of the young coaches in the NFL. Another young coach in the NFL who's been very aggressive is Brandon Staley out with the Chargers. If we go back to earlier this year, Chargers don't beat the Browns if they're not aggressive and they're not going for it on fourth down. So that's a win. But then the Chargers play the Ravens. They do go for it on fourth down. They don't convert a couple times. And it's probably a closer game against the Ravens as opposed to this whopping blowout had they not gone for it on fourth down. Again, feast or famine, no risk it, no biscuit. And so are you okay with the idea of what looks like an ugly loss if you believe in your team that much that you're maybe not facing that ugly loss. And I don't know if that makes sense, but think about it this way, Mike. It's like the quarterback at the end of a half who's willing to throw a Hail Mary. Maybe it's a 50-50 ball, right? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. So some quarterbacks are like, well, I don't care. I'm going to give it a shot. And there are other quarterbacks that are like, eh, but there's a really good shot that this ball gets picked off and I don't want that on my stat line. Yeah. So do you worry about the ugliness of a blowout loss or do you say, I don't care. All we care about right now are W's and we need to do everything we can to get a W. Yeah. Risk adverse is what some of those quarterbacks maybe are in some of those situations. What the numbers don't indicate as well, Aditi, is what it means and the magnitude. How do you measure the confidence that your coach has when your team goes for it on fourth down and is able to convert and then you win that football game? How does that momentum change a locker room? That's something that next-gen stats can't cook up formula for. Although I'm sure there's a data scientist right now who says, no, 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 I got you on that one. I'll figure that one out. No, but that's actually a very, very fair point. This is that idea of success begets success. A few years ago, when the NFL moved the PAT line back, Mike Tomlin all of a sudden kept going for the two-point conversion as opposed to kicking the PAT. And I remember I have a very good friend. He's still my friend, Ken Carmen, who is a radio host in Cleveland. And at one point during one game, he messaged me and he said, why does Tomlin keep going for it? And my response was, because he can. And the issue was, you know, like, let's say when you move the PAT back, maybe the success rate drops from 98% to 95%. And maybe your two-point conversion success rate is 50%. The big point in all of this, as opposed to doing some fancy math formula, is that the Steelers were actually really good at it. And so because they were successful early on at converting those two-point plays, Mike Tomlin just stuck with it. You go back to a year ago, The Steelers almost never went for it on fourth and one, even though the models, the mathematical models, the statistical models kept saying go for it because they couldn't convert. The Steelers were terrible on third and one and they were terrible on fourth and one. So who cares what the math says at that point? And that's, once again, that human judgment that's hard for just artificial intelligence to come up with a solution for. This podcast is sponsored by Kindrel. Kindrel designs, builds, manages, and modernizes the mission-critical technology systems that the world depends on every day. Working side-by-side with their customers, they imagine things differently. By forging new strategic partnerships, they unlock new possibilities, creating a world powered by healthy digital systems alive with opportunity, oxygen to innovation, and energy to change the world. Kindrel, the heart of progress. This podcast is sponsored by Kendrel. Kendrel designs, builds, manages, and modernizes the mission-critical technology systems that the world depends on every day. Working side-by-side with their customers, they imagine things differently. By forging new strategic partnerships, they unlock new possibilities, creating a world powered by healthy digital systems alive with opportunity. Oxygen to innovation and energy to change the world. Kendrel, the heart of progress. 
I will tell you this too, Mike, that every single analyst that I have spoken to, you know, analysts are more aggressive than head coaches are. And that's because they look at the math. They look at the data. They look at historical trends, what's generally happened. Head coaches, some of it, I think, is a lack of understanding of the math and the percentages. And hey, as somebody who's not great at math, the percentages can sometimes make my eyes roll in the back of my head as well. I think a lot of it also is wanting to do things the way that things have always been done. No doubt. And so what's familiar to you, especially if you've been co- a coach for a long time in the NFL, that might be part of it. And I think that the impact of what you see around you, you know, like you were talking earlier, Mike, about how we've seen the numbers increase every year, teams being more aggressive. I go back to that Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl win. Philly really was very effective in being aggressive and going for it on fourth down. And at least for me, anecdotally speaking, I think that that sort of represents kind of a change in play. Look, I think you can even go back to Billy Bean with, you know, Moneyball and the Oakland A's sort of setting the table for organizations to embrace it. Because I think the observation that you just came up with, which is we've always done it this way, is the easy thing to fall back on. And I think once one or two coaches slash teams, organizations have success doing it a different way, then everyone wants to get onto that train and roll with it. And I think from an analytics standpoint, people now are following suit. Yeah, but you know, I do want to bring up a point that my friend said, my buddy said to me, since you're mentioning Billy Bean, that I think is really tremendous as related to the NFL. You know, the influence of analytics on baseball, like let's say the shift in general, has maybe aesthetically made baseball a tad less pleasing. You know, there are more hits. Totally. There are more walks. There's more home runs. But again, because of the shift, there's not as many hits. But look at football. The influence of analytics, the idea of going for it has actually made the football games better. You've got crowds cheering for it. You have fans yelling, go for it. You have this excitement of sort of taking on a risk, being aggressive, the offense staying on the field. All of that, I think, has actually, you know, these are sort of high leverage plays. They make the game more fun and more interesting. So for football, it's really worked. Yeah, it's a great call, especially when you think about watching game shows on television and the contestants already got, you know, a, a decent amount of winnings. Pot we're, of money. Exactly. Right. We're all saying, no, like, let it ride, let it ride. Let's try to, you know, try to, you know, there's a fun aspect to it. And I think in these fourth down situations, there's something to be said for. Uh, Aditi, one other thing I want to bring up to you, and I, I know there's no way to possibly answer this question, but as I'm listening to some of the things that you're saying from your your conversations with people around the league and, and data people, it also makes me wonder from a human element standpoint, if we were playing backyard football and there was no media press conferences when the game was done, there weren't millions of dollars on the line, there weren't, you know, tens of thousands of fans, you know, in the stadium, millions more just watching all of these games, if that would change the decision making process. And you weren't just, if you were a coach of a backyard football team, I I get we didn't have coaches playing in the backyard, but roll with me here. Do you change your philosophy in some of those moments? Because it does bring you back to just being a kid and just trying to figure out the best way to win without any of the other variables that come with being on the sidelines inside an NFL stadium. Do you have an offensive line in your backyard? (laughs) (laughs) Because honestly, I think that that's the biggest predictor of success right there. Do you believe in your line? 
Uh, but again, I'm an old school football person who believes that everything starts up front. Yeah, Can your line get the push? The and yeah, you so. have enough to go for it. I think that NFL coaches largely, I mean, gosh, I'm running through 32 names right now and who I personally know and who not. I don't think that media scrutiny or fan scrutiny is really the driver right there. I think it has a lot more to do, you know, like how do you play poker? And it's how much faith do you have in your team? And are you moving the ball right now or not? And I brought this up earlier because, again, I was at this insane Steelers-Lions overtime tie game in the freezing rain. And there were two situations where I thought the Lions absolutely shouldn't go for it. And they didn't. But... I mean, neither quarterback was really moving the ball. There were very bad conditions. I mean, anybody could sit here and say, okay, everything shades towards punting as opposed to going for it. I just think a lot of it has to do with what your nature is. And, you know, what are you willing to risk? How much do you believe in your team? What are you seeing so far? And like you said, you know, what do your players want to do? if you believe in giving your players ownership over those decisions. Aditi, I'm with you. I know it's a point that we brought up earlier, but what those fourth down, those successful fourth down conversions, what does that do to your sideline? What does it do to your locker room? Hard for the metrics to really gauge some of that stuff. But you mentioned Brandon Staley. Um, He's on this list, the top five guys in the NFL, optimal fourth down decision percentages uh, and the guys who have done it the best. Kevin Stefanski. Number one, 92%, 12 out of 13. I will take that. Brandon Staley, number two, 10 out of 14, good for 71%. McFangio with the Broncos, number three, five out of seven. Cliff Kingsbury, four out of six. And Mike McCarthy rounding out the top five, 11 for 18 in those situations. But which coach do you wish went for it maybe on fourth down? Is he your coach? We'd love to hear from you. Use that hashtag NFL Explained. Aditi, it was awesome doing this. I actually love this show because I can, you know, dork out on the numbers a little bit. But I think the point that you brought up a few minutes ago is the best one of the entire show. Going forward and fourth down helps the excitement and I think helps the game of football. I cannot agree more. It is always fun, Mike. Can't wait for next week. Like you said, we would love, love, love to hear from all of you. So send us your burning questions. And for now, my friend Mike and all of our listeners, that is Going For It on Fourth Down Explained. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes. Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C-band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Brought to you by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at Upwork.com. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.